Welcome in, sir. Hi. Get an extra hour of sleep. You shouldn't be so groggy. Uh, I'm tired because I thought we were, I woke up hella early and it turns out that I did not have to be up there early. So now I'm tired. It's the time change, sir. Time change. The hell with the time change. I thought I calculated the time change the right way, but I woke up an hour early. So the time changed months ago. When? Like November, October, or whenever it was. I don't remember that. Oh, I know. Dang. What's going on? She's nothing. Huh? I was going to say he had a, a rough night drinking and uh, partying with high schoolers. Yeah, definitely partied with high schoolers. Not with my assistant coach or whatever. I don't know oh, what you're partying my... for. You just won the first round. You didn't win anything. Uh, I'm drinking and celebrating because you celebrate the little things in life. Come to figure that out. <laughs> don't be sad. No one's satisfied. I'm just saying I'm happy at the fact that we actually, you know, showed up and did what we were supposed to do. And plus, it's a, it's a tradition. We go out and we drink and eat chicken wings at Hooters okay. after every win. That's fair. Yeah, we go, to, we go to summits after every game. Well, some of us do. Some of y'all do? Yeah, mostly just the citizen coaches. Citizens? Like that's a bit like the non-teaching coaches that we have for the team. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, we can start over. Let's start over. <laughs> let's see yeah, how let's just restart. Welcome in to Off the Cuff Sports. Hope y'all had a good week. A lot of stuff happened this week. Uh so We'll get started as we always do with the Distress Club. Who do we have in the Distress Club right now, fellas? I can't really give anybody right now that we haven't talked about at least. Hmm. Teams are performing the way they have been, at least for the past week. Um, if I add anybody, it would be the Lakers since they lost uh, AD. It's going to be rough right now, at least. Uh, my team in distress is going to be an FCS football team by the name of Lincoln. Uh, I believe they're out of Missouri. They played Nichols State the other night, and they lost 87-3. to They had no business being in that game. And here's the crazy part about it. Nichols only had didn't even didn't even hit 500 yards of total offense. And they scored 87 points. Six turnovers occurred thanks to that Lincoln offense. Yeah, no, nah, if that, I wouldn't have been, uh, I would quit. 
I would have resigned as a head coach. Like, uh, yeah, there's clearly nothing I can do to uh, to fix all this. So I'm just gonna. Ahead. I appreciate my time here. Appreciate you uh, putting your uh, putting your faith in me. But uh, I know what this means. So I had to say, bro, if that's not an instant firing, I don't know what it is. Well, let's let's put it in perspective. I don't think Nickel State um, would normally play them. Um, no, I think. If I remember correctly, Lincoln at one point was like a community college. Um, and I don't know if they just went up in in levels. I mean, they might be, I don't know, they may even be like a D2 team that was just playing a, a just, game. Right. That, uh, they, their logo is not even on the ESPN app. Like, usually, if you're an FCS team, you at least get your logo on your the scoreboard for your on the ESPN app. So. Or if you're, you know, like Valdosta State and you actually are somewhat relevant as a D2 school, actually get your right. Uh, but anyways, uh, we'll go ahead and move on. We'll start in the NBA today. We'll change it up a little bit. Uh, the Lakers are currently without Anthony Davis for what's looking like the next month. Um, based upon how they went against the Nets, are you concerned at all? I would be concerned if they go into the playoffs without him. Um, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if they're concerned about this team, assuming they do not have Anthony Davis. I think they need rim protection. Um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, I don't I don't particularly like Mark Gasol as my only true center on the roster. Uh if you're going to have one, My have indie. one that, that can actually play defense. Uh, they're just – they just need that one extra player. And without AD, you know, that – the team is good. It's just not championship level good. Yeah, I'm cons- – I see this as the the Cavs team, uh, the year they went to the finals against Golden State and their point guard was – Deladova. Um, mm. They are. They have a great starting lineup, but they don't have depth this year. And well, they have. They have depth in terms of role players. They just don't have depth in terms of like having three all stars like the Nets do. Right. But it's just either way, like. LeBron is not going to win this championship. He doesn't have AD with the way this team is constructed. No. And that, that's unfortunate because it's just. I don't like this Nets team the way that just they're, they're just one, a completely one sided team. And if Anthony Davis is not healthy come playoff time, who's going to beat this Nets team? Bro, they got the worst off. I mean, the worst defense uh, in the league. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, but like, I'm still going to be of the mindset that you can get them. Uh, you've got to be freaking joking me, God the mighty Lamoris. I hate you, but no, nah, I still think that you can find a way to upset them in the East. Yeah, um, I d- I just don't know who it is right now. There's nobody there that I'm like. Yes, this is the team that's gonna that's gonna give the Nets trouble. I mean, don't get me wrong; there's some solid teams, but like, 
We know that Giannis doesn't show up in crunch time. The uh, the Miami Heat have completely fallen off the wagon. Don't know what's going on there. And outside of, outside of those two teams, really, who who do we expect to actually be a contender? Fact. Um, I don't know. Like this entire season has kind of been like a, a wash. I mean, I don't have any crazy predictions to lay out, but uh, that's the biggest thing right now is that um, I don't know who's going to be able to stand with them. Yeah, that's that's. There's nobody else there. Like that's it. Like who's who do we have? I, mean, I think the only real contenders I I believe right now are the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Knicks. Or not the Knicks, the Nets. Wow, um, I was about to say, Knicks are looking pretty decent, hey. but that's because they play in they play in the, the East. Julius Randle for MVP. Oh. But um, they'll make the playoffs. Well, you know, they'll make the playoffs. They'll be good, but you know. But teams are just really good right now. Um, not like spectacular, and when yeah. you have teams that have two and three All NBA caliber players you know it's hard to compete with that when you're only competing with like one superstar and a bunch of role players yeah like my Miami it's back to the 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 you know the Boston uh big three days where there was just the one team that that was just had more talent than anybody else did there was there's no parity like we've had in the years past But uh, I, I think we're all kind of on the same page with that. So we'll move on to something uh, a little bit more interesting. So they've decided that they are going to play the All-Star game this year in Atlanta. Bro, stop being a puss. Play the game. I'm just saying, if you're going to play this game, this is not the city to play the game in. <laughs> It's really not. <laughs> JT, oh, sorry, like, not what he's talking about. Okay. Like, he, I'm going to just card you. I'm going to get a card. I don't care. Like, I'll take it. Like, nah, he's being a, a, a punk, bro. Like, he's passing the ball back and forth because he has a one-point lead. Thank you. Anyways. Anyways, we'll get back to what we were talking about. Like, we should not be playing this game. In my no, we, we we shouldn't, and we won't do it again. I promise, CEO. But yeah, I'm a. Oh yeah, come here. You fucked up. Let's go. <laughs> three, I'm not three. talking about you playing your game, Solomon. I'm talking about the All Star game. Oh no, we thank you. We should not be playing the All Star game, like Lamar said last year. Uh, putting all of your talent in one central location is the dumbest thing that you can do. Because if somebody in, gets COVID, in a in the worst city you could possibly put it in, especially Atlanta has the worst look of all time. I mean, you're in one of the worst states for handling the virus, in one of top three populated cities in the country, and you're bringing people from across the country, bringing people from Canada. Well, technically they're playing in Orlando right now, but you know, 
whatever. Uh, but either way, like, like if you're if you have to play this game for money for for your because of your TV deals, you know, put it in like Milwaukee or you know Indiana. I don't think in in the sense of the city that the players are in, I don't think it matters that much um, because regardless, there's going to be protocols every like every city. Uh, it's just like the Hawks playing a home game. There's there's specific protocols that these teams are going to have to go through. Um, and I don't think they were going to allow fans in any arena. Yeah, but then the, you, got, you got guys like Lou Williams going to Magic City. Okay, but they, they still have those protocols uh, right now in place where they can't go out like that. I, I know, but it's just these are grown men and they're going to do what they want to do. Right. So I, I just, I think, I think the game is, is, is more so pointless in the fact that um, there's no fans. You know, yeah, the All-Star is game is, is for the fans. Yeah. And you're having a game, you know, to me, for what reason? Outside of formality. For TV, that, the TV money that they're going to get from it. That's, that's what this is about. And that, that's that that's what annoys me the most is that it's this is about money. This is that money is over safety of players at this point. Which, well, I mean, I it's a business, bro. This I mean, isn't I new. Say- but I mean, I understand it's a business, and I, and I respect that. And you have to, but this isn't a necessary thing. This is this isn't the season. This is one exhibition game this isn't this isn't the whole season no it's not right um and it's a it's a stupid decision don't get me wrong it's a really and it's a selfish decision but yeah i mean it's a decision that they're making with their pockets not with their brains yes So once again, we we all agree on a topic that's been brought up. Uh, I mean, I guess we agree only because me and Lamoris are like fighting viciously on the game right now. <laughs> we'll move on to uh, bro. He is so lucky, the luckiest man alive, bro. We'll move on to the NFL. Um, a lot of things are going on in the NFL. Uh, we'll start in Houston, where they politely obliged the release of J.J. Watt. And yet, the Sean Watson is still being held there against his will. I mean, I, I don't think they have any plans of trading him. At this point, if if they haven't traded him by now, and he's more of a commodity than yeah. a Carson Wentz or a Matthew Stafford, then there's you know. But here's the thing: you completely reap with with what you can get for Deshaun Watson based on what you get, what the Rams got for Matthew Stafford. You can completely rebuild this team. 
You could. Nothing but around Deshaun I, Watson. I don't think they have any plans of rebuilding. I feel like they're trying to retool more than, than anything. I mean, yeah, but you, you're, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying there. It's still a stupid decision. Oh, yes. It's stupid. I mean, it makes... to, to quote Samuel L. Jackson in The Avengers, I recognize that council has made a decision, but due to the fact that it's a stupid-ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. It's just like the, um, what's it called? The issue with uh, Dak Prescott and Jerry Jones and the yeah. Cowboys. It's stupid, but, you know, I feel they've like made their decision. Right. They've made their decision and they're going to continue, you know, to stand by it for better or for worse. So right now it looks like uh, Dak is going to be playing on another uh, franchise. Yeah. You know. But I just, I don't know. I find it hard to uh, believe that if they wanted to trade them, that they haven't found anything. Like, there's there's something out there that they could get yeah. done. I mean, you know, Miami can easily trade them the farm. Right. I mean, shoot, Carolina can trade them the farm. Can you imagine if Deshaun Watson were an option – with freaking Christian McCaffrey? Nah, because it would be that that bad. It would be it would break the NFL, and I, I don't want to see the NFL broke. Would they would they would the NFL pull uh, an NBA and and reject the trade? Be, like with Chris Paul was supposed to be traded to the Lakers. I don't think you can. Yeah, it's not the same type of league. Nah, it's like, I mean, even if they if they tried, I think that you would get such an uproar about it that, yeah. like, you would eventually they'd be like, you know what? Um, I think we're going to take that back. Yeah, you guys are good. You're fine. Go ahead. It's okay. Yeah, you're fine. Go ahead and do what you had to do. Yeah. Um, we'll, move, we'll keep moving on. Uh, Pittsburgh, um, when the GM was asked about Ben Roethlisberger, he said, he is our quarterback as of today. Last time that happened, Jared Goff got sent to the Lions. Do we think that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be the quarterback for the Steelers next year? No. No. It's over. If he it's hasn't okay. retired, if he hasn't retired by now, um, I feel like he's he's going to stay. But he needs to go ahead and retire. Uh, he needs to pull a Drew Brees, uh, restructure his contract to like the league minimum, and play like one game and then retire into the sunset. Like for, see, I know. would let him have a swan song of a season, help them develop Dwayne Haskins, because. Dwayne Haskins, as bad as he's looked, he's basically Ben Roethlisberger 2.0. He's not the QB of the future. I wouldn't, you know, bet my money on it if I was I mean, Pittsburgh, at least. I mean, who's your you, you, that's your option compared to the man that likes to pull people's helmets off? Hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, mm. that's that's 
pick your poison there. So, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't think he's necessarily the future, but and I think he can win some games with him. I mean, he's a more athletic Ben Roethlisberger, and they won a lot of games with Ben Roethlisberger. They won two Super Bowls with Ben Roethlisberger. And that's also why I think they should keep him for another year. You give him that respect of what he's done for your program, your franchise. Let him, you know, have that swan song of a season and right off into the sunset, whatever happens, happens. You know, and help them develop the next guy. For sure. I absolutely want to. Now, I know that's not how the NFL really works. I understand once again, like, like the NBA, it is a business and they're not going to, they're not, they don't really function like that, but also the Steelers are an old school franchise. And if anybody would do it, I would see them doing it. Right. For Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's let big, big time prayers for him. Uh, probably the biggest news is Carson Wentz got traded for a bag of chips. Preach. I mean, Colts got a deal out of this. I'm failing to see how the deal was great. What they got was exactly what he was worth. I mean, yes, in a sense, but, you know, how often are you going to get a starting QB for a third-round pick and, you know, Not additional second? No. Not often. As, as bad as Carson Wentz is, and, you know, people may argue that the – Eagles had a terrible offensive line and their receivers were all hurt, whatever. He's yes. still a bad QB. He's he's been bad. He's had he's, one good playoff run. One. Um, one. one. That's, but with that being how, said, with that being said, he is we can argue that he's better than an old Phillip Rivers. And he is back with the, the coordinator that made him look good. Right. So that's the, it. You could not have put him in a better situation. I'm not saying that it's going to work out. As in, they're going to 100% win the Super Bowl next year. You know, but you know, it's definitely an upgrade from what they had. And honestly, at this point. If I were betting to try to try to win legitimate money, I would bet the Colts as a legit as a as a dark horse to stop, stop it as, as a as a dark horse to do what to make the playoffs or... to go to the Super Bowl. Heck, JT, I, uh, hear me out. <laughs> yes, there are better op- options to actually make it to the Super Bowl. I'm talking about in terms of winning legitimate money off of them going to the Super Bowl. That risk-reward I will bet my left testicle they won't make it to the – they won't even make it to the championship game. Oh, no, they had the Bills on the ropes with a Phillip Rivers. With a Phillip Rivers, who I still believe is better than Carson Wentz will ever hope to be. Okay. Nick, Nick Foles and Carson Wentz are on the same level to me. Not do they do are, not disrespect the goat Nick Foles like that. They are solid QBs who would be great as backups, but they're okay as starters. But if you need, you know, 
a second QB to have on the roster, that's that is the perfect second QB. And that's how I see Carson Wentz. Okay, we'll see. But uh, to go to the team that got rid of Carson Wentz, it has been established that they will, they are still considering drafting a quarterback with their first round pick. Fuck, as, they they as they should. Jaylen it's Jalen Town. It's Jalen Town. It's Jalen Town. We will not as, have Jalen Hurst slander on this podcast. It is Jalen Town. It is Jalen Town. And like I said again, it is Jalen Town. Jalen Hurts doesn't know how to pass from the pocket. It doesn't even matter if the pocket is collapsing. Neither does Kyle Murray. Y'all didn't sign him to a million-dollar contract. So what we saying? I also said Kyler Murray. It's because he dark skin ain't it. It's because he because he dark skin ain't it. It's because he dark skin ain't it. Because we 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 give the short light skin quarterbacks the the benefit of the doubt, not the dark skin quarterbacks. It's cool. Who gave who gave him the benefit of the doubt? I specifically said at the beginning of the year we're making our predictions that Kyler Murray would not make it to the playoffs with Arizona. I don't think that they're ready for that yet. Um, which way am I going? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to sense in on this with, with an analogy. Uh, you know, there's the girls that you just date. There's the girls that you clear out a drawer for in your apartment. There are the girls that you sign a lease on an apartment with. And then there are the girls that you look at houses with and consider putting a mortgage on with together. The Eagles put a mortgage on a house with Carson Wentz, who clearly for their purposes, was somebody that you maybe just give a drawer to in your apartment. Jalen Hurts, we can confirm that he is worthy of signing a lease on an apartment with. We don't have enough data to prove that he is someone that we want to get a mortgage on a house with. So, we still need to play the field a little bit. He may be the one But we don't know if he's the one yet. So you got to keep, especially when you've got such a high draft pick and there's this unknown with Jalen Hurts. I I mean, I necessarily would not have. Okay, what what pick did the Eagles have? What pick did the Eagles have? I think they're top 10. That's I I know that for sure. And maybe like. I don't think. I don't think they get. Um. If they get a QB, it's going to be like Mac Jones. He's probably going to fall to the Patriots. That's what they're predicting. But, but I don't think you should bet on Jalen Hurts carrying this franchise. No, unless you just, that's what unless I'm saying. Unless you want to be okay with a down year, you know. Y'all, yeah, bro. The Eagles have no. That's why I don't think y'all understand. They got nothing to lose. There's nothing in the draft that is a more proven commodity than what you have right now. Now, if you're talking about trading for a uh, a well-known QB, okay, that is fine. You guys are talking about drafting somebody for a guy that's already been in the NFL for a year, that's already made starts. 
that knows what he's doing, knows the offense, knows everything. It's a new offense. Okay, let it be a new offense. Who's going to catch on to it faster? Guy that's been in the league or a guy that's just coming to the league? Like, they're not going to get a generational talent at their pick. Like, are if we, we saying if we were, that he's a generational that Jalen Hurts is a generational talent? No, it's not a generational talent, but he's a proven commodity, bro. That's bull. That's fucking bull. Edit All that I'm out. I'm saying is uh, Tom Brady was drafted in what the sixth round, and he's a proven commodity. He's a generational talent. Never say never. Keep that same energy for Jalen, man. Okay. He could prove it to me. I'm, I'm not saying he isn't the future. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but it's just we don't have a large enough data set to just sell the farm on him. No one's saying sell the farm. We're saying be smart. Well, that's what we'll go, get someone to compete with him. And if the guy ends up being better than Jalen Hurts, that's a win. I mean, only other option I say. Draft one of the receivers from Alabama. That'd probably be the smarter thing to do. I mean, it's either that or draft somebody to compete with Jalen for the starting job. And don't get me wrong. I do think that Jalen is a good quarterback. He's a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. We've seen that. That is clear. But he is not the new head coach's guy at the end of the day. And in the NFL, if this quarterback is not your guy and he can't work out to be your guy, he's going to find his guy. I mean – no disrespect to Jalen Hurt. That's just kind of how the business is. Okay. And oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, I missed it. Dang it. But no, nah. <laughs> I mean, we can have this conversation like when the season starts. It's like, I just think you guys are trying to jump the gun on a guy that like literally. I'm has- not jumping the gun on anything. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. My thing is like this. My thing is this. if 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 a year is. passes, if a year passes, if a year passes, like I'm not going to run after you. You might as well go ahead and try to attack and pass into the defense, bro. But yeah, bro, I was it, putting my AirPods in. Okay. <laughs> well, I should have I should have seen that and I should have stole the ball. Give me this. Who passes the ball that far? But no, like. We're, we're talking about a, a NFL year. We're talking about a year. Like, no one is saying that at the end of the day, we can't come back and draft somebody next year outside of the top. But here's the thing. He may not – there may not – they. he may do you well enough to get a mediocre draft pick. And that's the, that's the thing. You may not be able to get that generational quarterback in the next draft. You're not going to get it this draft. So what, that's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. It's like you're talking about, okay, he might do good enough. Okay, if he does well enough, then keep him around. Like build around him. Give the guy a solid chance. We're acting like Ben Roethlisberger was like the damn guy at first. Like he wasn't. 
Like, give the guy yeah, a chance. But the, they actually went 15 and one under him. Okay. It's like second year. So. It's not like they didn't have a lot of tape on him to say, yeah, this is the guy we want to build around. I understand that. Once again, you just need a year. Like, if we come back after a year and we're saying, like, he's not the producing, then, yeah, by all means. Yeah, but I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. I, I, there's a lot of truth to that. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just going – I'm just trying to understand the logic of what the Eagles are saying right now. I don't dis- – I, I, when they traded Carson Wentz, I thought, okay, that means that Jalen Hurts is the starter. I thought it was done. Cool. Wrapped it in a nice little bow. But apparently not. No, apparently not. I'm trying to understand their reasoning for that. But let's be um, at least fair. The Eagles have a lot of issues outside of the quarterback position. Yeah. Um, So they could go a a number of ways in the first round, you know, and I would understand it. Like if they, they go offensive line, I get it. Uh, if they go QB, I get it. If they go wide receiver, I get it. It's just, you know, what's going to be available. I don't think if they can't get one of the top four QBs, you know, is Mac Jones the person you want to bring in? Uh, don't know. I, I don't – I'm not supposed to be in a first-round draft pick anyways. But we already had that conversation. I'm not saying he's not going to be a good quarterback. I just don't know whether he is someone who use a first-round draft pick on. Right. And they have the number six overall pick. So they have – if they wanted to, they could move up. Or if they want to stay there, they're going to have a good choice of players. Um, if it's going the way these mock drafts are going, you know, you could expect someone maybe like Jamar Chase to still be around. At least Devontae, um, what's his name? Devontae Smith. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got a good shot at getting one of the the the, the top receivers. Right. Um, they could potentially get that um, offensive lineman from Oregon. Uh, I'm not even about to butcher his name like that. <laughs> but you know, they they're going to have options. It's just whether or not you know you want to go with it. Yeah, I mean, but uh, we'll we'll move on back to back to the you know the Cowboys uh, quarterback situation here, and I'm thinking about this, and there it was a point made earlier on some radio show that I was listening to, I don't remember what it was, but talking about how Dak has leverage because of the quarterback situation in. Uh, the NFC East, where it's basically, basically he was saying that he's automatically the best quarterback in that division. Like, he, so he's got all the power. I would argue that that means that he doesn't have all the power because if, if the quarterbacks in that division are as bad as we perceive them to be, the Cowboys don't need Dak Prescott then. Mm-mm. They can go get a serviceable quarterback and still make the playoffs. They don't need to take him. 
And with their draft pick, they could probably get a decent quarterback anyways if they wanted to go that route instead. And I'm just thinking, um, I don't know which uh, – they have the 10th overall pick this year. Even if they let, you know, what's his name, walk, let Dak Prescott walk, I think, honestly, that would be the best thing for their cap space. That would be oh, yeah. the best thing for just rebuilding that team. And it may work out. Well, I don't even know if it would work out for Dak because I don't know how many teams are out there who could afford to offer Dak the type of Yeah, there's not contract. a lot of teams with cap space in the, the range of getting Dak Prescott. So it's – well, I mean, maybe the – you don't want to go here necessarily, but the Jets. But the Jets are – I think they're going to draft their QB. No, I don't. I think they will. But I'm just saying, like, if we were to, if if he was choose, if he chose to leave, right, that's one of the 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 franchise that has a space to take on a high level quarterback contract. Yeah, true. But I mean, I'm not it's sure just the best move. It's just. If that was the route we go, that's probably where he would end up. And I think I said it um, when he got injured during the season. It was just unfortunate timing for his injury. So that yeah. does not help his case. Like, now you're going to have to fight. Stability is availability. You know, you're going to have to fight. Are you even capable of playing at the same level? Um, yeah. Honestly, if I were him, I would take the franchise tag this year, prove that he can still be the guy, and then give the middle finger to Dallas next year because they can't they can't give him another franchise tag, I don't think, after this year. And say, figure it out. But my my question to that, what if he doesn't come back as healthy as he may think or play as well as he you, you know, you're right, but you know, it's up to you. Do you want to bet on yourself? Or do you want to take the safe route? And that's something, you know, Dak's in a, a tricky situation. He, in my opinion, he should have signed when he had a chance. Well, uh, yeah. Well, looking back now, yeah, he should have signed. But we, we didn't know even, he was going to be have a season-ending injury. Even back then, though, Dak is not that – Dak is not that QB. Yes, he's a solid – he's accurate. Um, but I don't think he's like – that top level of QB that he believes he is. No, I, I he's not and, in that elite class. He's in that that tier two, uh, low end tier two. Right. I was going to um, say I could argue tier three, but but that's he was expecting tier one type money, and that's where I think and, his his issue. I, but is. I think that goes back to Kirk Cousins getting the money that he got. Like if he's we can we can argue that he's better than Kirk Cousins. Yes. But you know, and Kirk Cousins got that money. He's like, look, if Kirk got this money, I should be getting this money. But here's the thing you can't force your hand. Like, I understand you want to look at the market, but if a team doesn't value you, they don't value you. Yeah. Uh, you, know, it, you know, that's a common misconception when, as value goes. People think value is what you're worth. 
Value is what someone's willing to pay for. To pay, exactly. That's a huge thing. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're, uh, you know, your family heirloom may have been evaluated at, you know, $100,000. But the guy at the pawn shop's only willing to pay, you know, $20,000 for it. That's its real value. He may may be better off just just walking and signing like a one year. He's not going to walk and sign. They're going some the the Dallas Cowboys are going to eventually cave because they're not going to be able to get anybody else that's going to be capable of doing the job that Dak does. I've been an advocate for it from the very beginning. If the market says that you have to pay for that quarterback at that price. That is the market. You do it in all sports. It's not just football. You do it in basketball. You do it in hockey. You do it in soccer. The market dictates what a starting quarterback makes. The guy is not asking for any nothing outlandish. He's asking for the market money of a starting quarterback. Like, and eventually they're going to have to cave and get him. Well, their money is not the issue. It's the number of years that they have an issue with. And I don't have an issue with him asking for four years. Like, now that they're probably going to ask for it, uh, now he's probably going to, like, they're going to be willing to give him a four-year because now it fits the cap. But now he's going to want three. And I don't blame him for wanting three because at the end of the day, bro, it's like Jerry Jones is a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Like, he's going to be fine. The Cowboys ain't hurting for nothing. They're going to be a, they're going to be an 8-18 eight eight to the end of time. It's not it's, going to They're going to sell out regardless of what the they're going to be. A, they're, they're like the Yankees. They're going to be a sellout crowd regardless. No matter what, bro. Like we, we all three of us could be in the starting lineup for the Cowboys or the Yankees and completely freaking suck. And guess what's going to happen? Everybody's going to come watch us tear it up or suck it up. One of the two. So at the end of the day, bro, if you have somebody like a Dak Prescott who is shown that he's a corporate man, he's a businessman. He's willing to do anything and everything that you ask him to do. Like, dude, reward the guy. Is he going to be like, bro, Like, I mean, being completely honest, and like this is something that you guys probably don't want to agree with, but it is what it is. Bro is top 15. He's in the upper, he's in the upper half of yeah, the NFL. You know, as when I say games. he's tier two, there is only there can only be about five, six guys in the elite tier. Right. Category. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Like those are guys that Rogers. Rogers, yeah. They just they deserve astronomical money. They they, they deserve money that you can't pay them physically, which is why I'm still a big advocate for taking the quarterback salary out of the salary cap because that's just ridiculous. But end of the day, like dude's a tier two quarterback. Like if Kirk yeah. Cousins can make that much money, but if if a hunt, if who what's the, what's the, what's the dead what's the the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans? Ryan Tannehill, bro, bro. Case argument and match. One of y'all look me in the eye and tell me that Dak Prescott is not is worse than than Ryan Tannehill. But look but so me in the you're eye. Acting, and honestly, say that you're you're say acting that. like. You're acting like the Cowboys haven't offered him a contract or haven't offered him something that's respectable. He's trying to get paid long-term as if he's tier one 
type he's of not QB. trying to get paid look no he, all he wants a shorter get, contract he wants a shorter contract to line his contract up with the tv money increase that's not that's not asking for too much that's just being financially smart on your end the only thing that they're arguing about is because that one year like and we both know Zeke is not going to live out the idea I mean the, the the length of his contract. We all know that they're going to cut him in there. He Zeke's never going to see all that money. All that they are trying to do is to balance out their books. So when they hit that increase, he has honestly to play they need to trade year. Ezekiel Elliott because that guy has fallen trash. The wagon, yeah. But you you can't because of the the cap hit. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with it. <laughs> as as a team, like in in theory, yes, you should pay your QB, right? But as a team, um, you know, if your salary cap is like stripped because you paid somebody too much money, and then you tried to resign players on your defense, and now your QB is asking for a lot. I understand why they're not giving it to him. However, you know, it's okay. But whose fault is that? Who gave Zeke that money? You're right, telling the me, Cowboys, that, I, yeah. The Cowboys, here's the right, thing with the Cowboys. that. Here's the thing with that. That's regardless of the rea- That's still the reality. That's right. that's where that's the situation they're in. They, I understand that's the situation. You know, twenty twenty hindsight, they probably would rather they have. Fix their deal with Dak before they fix the deal with with Ezekiel Elliott. The way he's following yeah. for signing the second contract, but this is the reality that they're in at this point. Right. So my biggest thing is like at the end of the day, who is going to help you win more games? Okay, Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott or uh, or Dak Prescott. It's obviously going to be Dak. Like you've already just. You've already hitched yourself to the wagon with the running back. Do it with the quarterback, and at the very most, you at least have a quarterback that's going to be there and grounded. And then as soon as Zeke is acting like an idiot, when you're able to cut him and the salary cap hit isn't that big, let him go. So so by your logic, you want them to sign him, which I'm all for giving the players the money. He, if he earned it, he earned it. But sign him and be average for the next however long his contract's going to be, bro. That's all. Quarterbacks is out there getting paid mega millions for being average. But but yes, it does matter. If you're trying, solo. If you're trying to win, right? Like, say you're an NBA team and you're trying to build a team that's that's going to win in the future, and it's all about winning championships, right? Okay. Dallas has not, sign, has not shown me that they're about this, but I'm going to let you go on with your example. Right. They're, they're, they're not about this, but it makes sense in, in a team standpoint to just not sign him if you understand that they're going to be just average with him. But, you know, if I'm going to be just average or below average, I'd rather be just average or below average without paying a whole lot of money versus, you know, paying bro, this guy and that, being stuck. At least if they if they get you know, another rookie QB, whether he pans out or not, they could go in and sign who they want to a long-term deal who could potentially push them over the edge. But if they lock in on Dak Prescott and give him all the money he wants and everything like that, you know, they're just stuck. Okay. 
So once again, they're stuck either way because, okay, you keep signing the franchise tag, franchise tag. The franchise tag money is mm-hmm. just as much, if not more, than what you would be paying him in a long-term deal. It actually but they, hits the salary cap harder than the deal that, that he even That's made. my point. Like right, so you signed but, for okay, so you he signs but three franchise taggers. You in the same spot that you was gonna be in if you would have signed the dude. That makes no sense. Like he's going like when that comes back, the Cowboys are going to be an eight and eighteen. They're going to make the playoffs. That are, are they or they might just miss the playoffs. They're not going to get a high draft pick. They're never going to be able to draft a quarterback of the future unless they hit another home run like with Dak and catch, him, catch another QB in the fourth round. But at that point, you're going to be like, I already got one guy that we already got in the fourth round. Like, I understand what you're trying to say by, by logic and money standards. Like, we're not thinking about this financially-wise. I'm thinking this from, from a standpoint as a coach. If I have a proven commodity, a proven commodity, why am I not putting my resources into the proven commodity? That makes no sense. If I know the proven commodity can uh, has already shown me that they can perform at a certain level, that that makes no sense. So for me to wait level out, gotten you to. What do you mean? Was a certain level gotten you to? You act like Dak Prescott when he was a rookie and Zeke was a rookie didn't lead this team to the playoffs. You're acting like the second year mm-hmm. that it wasn't okay. So hold on. You're acting like Dak Prescott didn't show up the second year and it was Zeke. It was Zeke that fell off the bandwagon. You're also acting like before Dak got hurt, Dak was still balling, had so, a above average so you're acting, you're acting as if I'm blaming Dak for the situation that the Cowboys are in. The Cowboys clearly messed up in terms of offering um, Ezekiel Elliott and everybody, paying everybody else before securing their QB, whoever that's going to be for the future. They messed up. Now you got to fix that mistake. Whatever yeah, that you have is, to fix, fix that it, mistake. Fix it. But if you if you're just going to sign that and not address the rest of it, then you're going to be stuck in the same situation. That's, what, that's, that what, you're that's in. the thing. The, the money may not be there. The money may as much as he deserves the money. The money may not be there unless you want to handcuff this franchise and to not be able to get anybody around him. And you're just going to be stuck. And you're just going to give out money. For a guy that's going to put you in an eight and eight situation, granted they're in the in the NFC East, so that gets that, you to the playoffs. And eight is playoffs. It's it's going to get you, but but that's do you it. want to you're, get you're, past that? This team has been a you're never going that, that's what I don't think since y'all the nineties. They're not going to get past that point. Jerry Jones in the way that he thinks in the hires that he makes, they're never going to get past. Mike McCarthy is not the answer. They're not getting past the playoffs. No, no time soon. I'm telling you right now, the Cowboys they're will not. not be, bro, the Cowboys Regardless will not be of- in a championship game until JT's child, whether it be a boy or a girl, is in damn college. And maybe with longer the way than the that. Roster, with, the, with the way the roster oh, wait, I'll make sure is currently constructed. Soccer, cause I, cause that, it just, that's what the money is at this point. They get paid, bro. They, they get, get paid. paid. They get paid. They like, get it's paid. ridiculous no how cap. much money they get. They get paid. Regardless of if they sign Dak or not, they're going to be in a bad situation. Regardless, right. they're not. They're not going to. So why give out that money? What's the point of giving out that money if you're hey, still? So Lamar, you save. Okay, you save the money. You save the money. I understand mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're thinking it from from a business standpoint. Here's my biggest issue. Okay, you get the team that's desperate enough and wants to give Dak a chance. 
and that gets what he wants at another team. Who, quarterback-wise, in the foreseeable future, let, let's pull out college. Let's pull out college. What QB can you see that's in school or about to be in school that has the opportunity or the chance to resurrect that franchise in the nobody, amount of time? That's, nobody. That's, that's, actually, that's my uh, point. Arch Manning, Archie Manning's grandson, he, he's looking like the second coming. But that, but that, but that boy yeah, is yeah. the second coming of Peyton, bro. He, he has no Eli in him. <laughs> None of that. He's actually he has, the son of Cooper. And Cooper, everyone says that Cooper was actually the most athletic, talented court, uh, player of those three kids. It's just he had, like, something issue in his back or something. He couldn't play. Yeah, no, nah, that boy got popped when he was in high school, and they said if you get hit again, you can't, you you won't be able to walk. So he stopped playing, which I don't blame him for. No, nah. definitely not. Yeah, like if Coop Coop should have been a uh, he was a wide receiver, bro. Yeah. Definitely should have been a quarterback. If he would have listened to his daddy, he'd be out there making millions. Now I might not be such a big paid man fan, but regardless, like I said. From the GM money, blah, blah, blase, blase point of view, yes, no, don't pay the guy, okay? If you're talking about from a coaching standpoint and I know what I'm going to get, Dak has shown me when you put capable pieces around him that he can lead a team. Like, he, like there, there's nothing going on with this. Like, we're, you, you guys, if, if, we, if we had a Deshaun Watson, a Patrick Mahomes, a Lamar Jackson, or a Tom Brady – on the board, that'd be a different story. Okay, none of those guys and nobody with similar talent to them is here. You're going to have to build a scheme around somebody that's capable in order to win games, i.e., if I can build around Ryan Tannehill, which is just Derrick Henry and one receiver, and I can just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry 50,000 times. Play action and hit a wide open uh, wide receiver. It's like hell. Okay, cool. Like that's my biggest thing. The Cowboys are not as far off as you guys think in tying them up, quote unquote, money wise. Like they still got a, a, a comparable offensive line. They still got a decent defense. Still got a good, a decent receiving core. Wouldn't let go of Cole Beasley. That's either that's neither here nor there. Like end of the day. You the one position that you cannot be without in football is the quarterback. I don't care. You need the quarterback. You've got to get Dak signed because there's no there's literally there's nobody else. There's nobody else. Nobody else. Unless you're gonna trade him and all these people for Deshaun Watson, then I'll shut my mouth. I'll be quiet. And you still can't do that because you don't have salary cap space. That's my point. That's that's, Sign the quarterback. That's signing. Give him that's, the money. three that's years. That's my so so in order to even sign Dak Prescott, sign any free agents and sign draft picks, they're going to have to restructure contracts. Like they're in that type of cap situation right now. So just giving the money to Dak in terms of a franchise, like specifically the Cowboys. I'm not looking at like if Dak should be paid or not, but the Cowboys franchise. Giving Dak that type of money right now is not looking smart. It's just, I, it is what it is. And I, I feel like they keep, I feel like they're going to keep signing him to these one-year deals or they're going to draft a QB. Honestly, okay. they, need to, they need to put a luxury tax in 
in the NFL. I well, mean, they, that's what the, the hard cap is for. Oh, oh that's what but I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying like 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 you can go over the cap, mm. you know, in other sports, and just pay a luxury tax. Jerry Jones is willing to do that type of stuff. Right, he would do yeah. that because he's a the eighty eight or whatever how old he is. He's a big ass kid. All bro wants to do is just win, and like I said, you the what won him in the eighties or in the nineties. Reliable quarterback, Hall of Fame running back. You got the quarterback. We thought we had the running back. It's not there right now. Scrap it. Keep the quarterback. There's nobody else out there that's capable of doing the job that he does. It's a proven commodity. Just pay him the money. Because once we get to it, if they if he signs a franchise tag this year, they go eight and eight. And he signs a franchise tag next year. Eight and eight. Just looked it up. They literally would have spent the exact same money if they would have just signed the man to the deal. Exact same. Right. Exact if, same. If they're going to go ahead and sign franchise tags, then he needs to just sign the contract and call it a day. But just, my argument, my argument is, is to not even sign him and just let him walk and go get the money elsewhere. They're not going to let him walk. No. Like. They're not. They're definitely not letting them walk. So we, realistically, that it's it's all about who's going to who's going to cave. But all I'm saying is like he's either going at this point. Let's be realistic. He's either going to sign the franchise tag or he's going to sign the contract, right? So at the end of the day, what do you think is the smarter decision? If that are if those are the only two options, in all honesty, for Dak or for the Cowboys. So you're willing to tell me that because I know what you're going to say. So it's smart to let the Cowboys sign two franchise tags that equals the three-year money as far as now, the cap goes or it, just it to sign equal to the three-year deal. The two, they offer him like 30, I think it was like 33 to 35 mil a year. So that would be essentially on par with the franchise tag. It's almost exactly the same. So it's like signing the two-year deal, essentially. So if if you had to sign him, yeah, sign him to the franchise tax. That's what they've been doing this entire time. But I don't think it's beneficial to sign him at this point. Yeah, I, I, I don't think if I were to if I were to make a prediction as to what the situation will be starting next year, he's on the franchise tag. That that's I, I think that's where we're, we're this is what we're gonna head to at this point, and then next season after next season he's gonna sign a long term deal with probably somebody else because he's just done. There you go, and I, I think guarantee I, you they'll suffer for it, and he'll be better off. I think there's still an option to sign him to the franchise tag and trade him. To who? They don't want to, to trade him, though. They don't Houston. want to trade, want to get, trade him. Get Deshaun Watson. Just do an even switch. Dak yeah, but you're, you're dealing with two teams that don't want to trade their guy. <laughs> like, like, they both made it very clear that they're not going to trade their guy. Trade, they're not trading, though. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're thinking about this, like, in all fairness, like, 
if, if they're not going to trade him and you don't have anybody else to threaten the man's job, because let's, let's be honest, if there was anybody, anybody that could do the job, Jerry Jones would walk away from Dak Prescott, and we know it. There's nobody that can do the job. Skip the Andy guy's Dalton money. looked pretty good. Andy Dalton oh, shut like, up. He looked shut like, up. Boy, please. <laughs> he got JT has to edit out enough in this podcast, bro. Stop lying. Oh my gosh. My, but that that is also an option. It's, as much as it be a bad option, uh, they could just re-up on Andy Dalton. Um you know, if Dak Prescott doesn't work for like a placeholder until they draft who they really want. So I would assume that with Andy Dalton, they go, what, maybe six wins? No, hell, six, three. Six and ten. I think he could put up six. He's better than some of the uh, – When did he put back. up, bro? This man had one of the better defenses – and some one some of the best receivers in the NFL at one point, and bro couldn't win a playoff game. And right, you're telling me he's game. supposed to win, bro? And you're telling me he's supposed to win six games with the Cowboys with that pressure mm-hmm. when pigs fly? Right. I mean, a- a- Andy Dalton is not the future, and they know that. They, right. they, 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 it's, it's not going to happen. So they, Dak Prescott doesn't have to. Dak Prescott can play hardball because of you don't have anything else right now. Exactly. Change in a heartbeat. That, that can. But change. that could change. NFL draft that could change. Like that. If I was Dak, I would have just signed by now, especially coming off an injury. Just sign. I don't think that extra year makes a difference. It makes a huge difference when you're talking about millions of dollars. Like, yeah. you're talking about look, they're trying to save money, bro. Like, this ain't the NBA where guys get guaranteed money, bro. Like, the, this man, real deal, is another injury away from being making no more money for the rest of his life. Get your money, my dog. Which is why go ahead get and get money. what they're offering also. You're holding out as if they're they're going to just you know agree with you, and I don't I don't think that's in Jerry Jones to just agree and not get. Bro, what you they want. caved for they they caved for Zeke, bro. He he's thinking on the right terms. If they cave for Zeke, they're willing to get like Jerry Jones. At the end of the day, wants a comparable product on the on the on the on the field. Like that's what we're not if we're not taking into account. Like, Jerry Jones would much rather win because that gives him his little pride, like bump out his little chest and be like, hey, I did all this, rather than, you know, looking stupid as the owner, GM, what else? He's already stupid. Already the the head coach. Like. Everything with that franchise is already stupid. It, It could, you know, you could either work to change it or, you know. But here's the thing with 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 uh, with Jerry Jones. He's gonna do it his way without compromising. And that- he compromised, but how did he? So you tell me he didn't compromise for that? I mean, for uh, for Zeke, you no. be saying he didn't compromise? 
because JT, you really not, think no, that no, man here, here, to You don't understand what I mean by compromise. You don't ninety million dollars. You don't game. understand what I I mean compromise as in it's his idea. He believes it isn't in his best interest. Nobody oh, can tell okay. him nothing. Well, hell, get the get your manager or your or your uh, your he manager to make him. He is the GM. I, no, I, and I'm saying not I, your I, manager. I'm talking about get your agent and make him think it was his idea. Stroke his ego, Jerry. You're so smart. And at that time, also, Jerry thought that uh, Ezekiel Elliott was the best player on the team, which can't be argued with how he was playing. He was what top yeah, two. No one projected backs. off like that. Right. So that's like there's no every uh, he we, we thought he was, you know, shoot, I don't know, next Emmett Smith maybe for them. So at the time, you know, even though that was a big contract, especially for a running back, you know, he he justified it as that's your franchise player and you're not building around Dak, you're building around Ezekiel Elliott, in which when they were winning those games, that's what they were doing, ground and pound, and then Dak did what he had to do and, you know, move the chains when he needed to. But Ezekiel Elliott was the one actually putting in that work. So I just – I don't see Jerry Jones actually budging on his offer. If, if Dak's going to sign, yeah, it's going to be to that original offer, which is – people act like it's a bad offer. It's a good offer. It's but it's a bad it's offer. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> If so it were fair, we'll move off. We could talk to ask Dak Prescott for three hours here. Uh, I want to do before we get to the petty moment of the week. Uh, the Falcons recently cut two defensive players, one of them being Ricardo Allen, freed up $17.5 million of cap space. Uh, my conspiracy theory is. This was so that it makes it easier to move off of Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. Or Julio. Or Julio. One of the, well, you can move off of Matt Ryan. You take that cap hit and you draft somebody. Because you've got a high enough draft pick that you can take a guy that, that, that's quality enough to be your franchise quarterback. Right. So it's definitely – a legitimate argument that he going that that this is it may not be this year it could be next year but because mm -hmm. it's a less of a salary keep I believe next year to get rid of Matt Ryan than it is this year right because he has uh, two years remaining right. and so but you could do that you you could bring this guy in as the heir apparent have Matt Ryan lead him a little bit and then move off of Matt Ryan next year? What I would say, um, they also, in that, um, when they released Ricardo Allen and Allen Bailey, they also got rid of their um, practice squad QB. Right now, there's only one QB on the, on the uh, Falcons roster. And I don't know if that's telling for what they're going to do in the draft, which, you know, a lot of the mock drafts have them picking one of the top four QBs. Um, but they, they're going to have to pick up some QBs as a backup to Matt Ryan. I don't think you go into the season without a quality backup. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if they went, heck, drafted a QB, um, 
there were some tweets on that were sent out earlier this week saying Taylor Gabriel, one of like a Tyreek Hill type of um, wide receiver wants to come back to Atlanta, which, you know, the Falcons could easily do. And then possibly this year trade Julio, who's been injured for the past, I don't know, five seasons, um, trade Julio this year, then next year trade Matt Ryan, and then rebuild your team based off of whoever you drafted QB this year, and then whatever you get from these trades. Yeah. But it makes sense. It I think the Falcons are finally doing some smart stuff compared to what this old front office yeah. was doing. All right, well, we'll move on to Petty Moment of the Week. Guys, go ahead and get started. I just heard from a little bird that um, a lot of these coaches run their mouths like um, girls and we gossip and all this other stuff. So I'm not going to be petty this week. <laughs> Damn. That is petty, though. That's you being petty. It kind of sounds like whatever birdie that you were talking to or that you heard that from is, one, they're insecure, and, two, they just they should probably do their job better, you know? It, it's kind of funny how, like, you have enough time to get on Facebook, but, you know – you, you haven't had a lot of time to, you know, beat those said coaches that are talking trash. So that's just my two cents on the story. Okay. I guess, is that your petty moment there? Or are you? Or not? I mean, you most definitely. And I mean, by the way that it looks, I still have a job. So. All right. Uh, let me know. Uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, let me know when that team makes it past the first round of the playoffs. Oh, in football, they most definitely will. Um, basketball, I'm, not for a long time. Not if said person is there. Right. I mean, well, and he listen. He's always on on the podcast, you know, talking with his other butt buddy. So I mean, it's just like it is what it is. Man, I feel extra petty right now. So yeah, no, nah, I don't like that guy. I really don't like it. 36, 68, 40. Way to keep it close there, bud. <laughs> Ouch. And that was the petty moment of the week, guys. <laughs> I just jumped them all spit. Wow. Oh, man. I needed that one. I'm sorry. I, like, legit, I've been busting my ass working on breaking down film. I I definitely needed that laugh. That is funny. That is so funny. So anyways, uh, I guess we'll move on then to the uh, the final thoughts. Oh, you don't have a petty moment? We don't need a petty moment after that. That, that was oh, okay. a petty moment. <laughs> we don't need anything else. We're good. <laughs> Go ahead and move on to y'all's final thoughts. Being humble and being hum and being having showing humility, excuse me, is the key to life. Uh, if I have not figured that out there, karma is a biznaich. So I would much rather be humble and loving towards everyone than to make enemies. So if I've done anything to defend offend you, um, 
I'm sorry and I apologize sincerely for not giving a damn about your feelings. That was my final thoughts. Okay. What you got, Lamorse? Um, I'm going to take it to the tennis world. I'm making a bold prediction, and I believe Naomi Osaka is going to become the greatest women's tennis player by the time Here she we retires. Here we go. Oh, bye. By the time, bye. By the time she retires. Bye. And it's only because, I'm, I'm only saying this because at that young of age, she's absolutely dominating right now. And so she could keep CV. this. I mean, yeah. Venus and Serena were both, you know, doing their thing. But but I'm just saying right now, if she continues to play the way she's playing, I feel like she would overtake um, Serena. That's that's no. my argument. No. We can literally stay on the podcast for another 15 <laughs> minutes, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just letting you know, there will never, ever, I want you to look at Serena's titles. I mm-hmm. want you to look at the number of Grand Slams. Nobody, and I mean nobody, there's not a, a piece of sperm in a ball sack on the face of the planet Earth okay. that is going to produce a tennis player that will win as much as Serena Williams. They put her stats up let's, against Brady. Let's, they put table her that, let's, let's table that. We can That can be our main discussion for next week. We're running a little long here, so let's go ahead. Uh, my final thoughts is Brick Hill should never be able to flash the peace sign ever again if, if and not get fined for it. Let me, let me, let me put that caveat on because if he, every time he scores a touchdown, he throws up the peace sign and doesn't get fined, and then the first time somebody does it to him at the end of the game, not only does the guy get a taunting call, now he gets fined as well. Oh, he got fined for throwing up the peace sign too, though. You never, no, he never gets fined for it. Everybody don't get. Yes, yes he does. No, he don't. He, he got fined. He got fined for it last year when he threw it up against the. Uh, what it was the after. It was after the first time. This the. Because the, the, the ones after he got fined for it, but that first time he did it. Yeah, that's why, like, on his Every glove, time he runs into the end zone, he throws up a peace sign. Does not get fined all the time. Yes, he, I'm saying he doesn't throw up a peace sign anymore. Like, he has it on his glove. Like, he has, like, a peace sign on the glove, and he just holds up his hand like this. Like, yeah, it was, there was a whole expose on it on SportsCenter. Like, he got fined for it. He got fined a pretty hefty amount. So now the gloves that he wears now has a peace sign on it. So every time he goes scores, he just holds up his hand and it, and it has a peace sign on the glove. You know, he did that this year. He got, he, he during the Bucks. that's why the guy came, turned around and, and did it to him is because he did. When did he do it? I mean, against the Bucks in the regular season, but I got to look at that again. But I could have sworn they fined him for that too. I don't believe he got fined for it. I heard nothing about a fine for him doing that. He got fined this year when he did against the Broncos. He got fined the previous year. Um, I'm assuming when he did it, was it against the Bucks? It was against the Bucks. Yeah. This year he didn't get, but he didn't get fined for it this year against the Bucks. Did he do it against the Bucks this year? Yeah, that's why he came and flat and gave him the peace side because he did it against them. 
Remember he had that he had, he had that dominant first quarter. He had yards of offense time. in the first quarter. He did it to the Patriots. That's who he did it to first. So last year he did it to the Patriots and then the Bucks and the Broncos. Anyways, uh, that's my my thoughts. See y'all next week. Hopefully we got some more things to discuss. Yes, sir. More as you suck. So I thought you were going to fight the refs and that coach last night. I don't know if the coach did anything specific to you, but, you know, outside being on the floor when y'all were trying to pass the ball in. Bro, I was ticked off at that shit, bro. If we if we didn't have a lead, bro, I was gonna like be fucking fired up like hell. Cause I guess like, and I, I ain't got nothing against it. I ain't got nothing against, bro. Like it's just the fact that like his ass was on the floor, bro. Like who does that shit? Right, he couldn't move anywhere. Who's too fat, bro? That John had me mad as hell, bro.